Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. And I will implement a four-year plan to phase out all Chinese imports of essential goods and gain total independence from China. We have to do it. We have to do it. I will hold China financially accountable for unleashing the China virus upon the world. And I will again withdraw from the WHO, which stands for We Hide Outbreaks. We Hide Outbreaks. Trump at CPAC. It was a very interesting speech for a speech that you would believe, well, we've heard before. We don't need to hear it again. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. The the entirety of CPAC should get discussed, but allow me to focus just a moment on this, this, this Trump speech and reaction before and after. Um, I have now attended... We couldn't figure out if this is my 13th or 15th CPAC. I have lost count. Um, CPAC was not well attended. It wasn't well attended. It just, I I don't know how else to say it. They had less than half the people they normally have. This is the Conservative Political Action Conference, the gathering of the year for conservative, conservative activists. Um... Yeah, uh, they they weren't there. It was noticeable when we first arrived on Wednesday night because you could actually get into a restaurant without waiting for a second. And there was nobody in the restaurants. That's not how it goes. There are events and sponsored events and drinking over here. It It is a show. There was no one there. And that continued. That continued to Saturday morning. And you know that everything is going to be very serious for security. As a matter of fact, on Radio Row, we were told, uh, leave everything that you're, you're, you're willing to leave. Take the rest because you won't be able to get back in between uh, like this hour and this hour uh, in, in the morning because it's going to be locked down. It's going to be security sweeps. It's going to be dogs. It's going to be everything from the Secret Service. And then there's a whole system for how, how you have to go around and there's a place for the media for the media to go and for attendees to go. I have sat in those lines before, getting through Secret Service security, which is a metal detector and a wand and uh, they'll pat you down if they feel they need to. They're going through your bag. They're going through everything. These people are serious. And I have been in that line for an hour before. I was in that line for three minutes. I mean, it's not like they didn't do the check on me that they normally do. They didn't. Sh- they, they checked the bag. I'm saying it went super quick because there weren't as many people. I said, all right, that's media. But when I texted my main contact, 
I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm scheduled to show up at this certain time. Do I need to get there earlier? Because the lines, you know, having done this before, what do I need? And the response was, there are no lines. At 8.45 a.m. to see Trump, there are no lines? That's impossible. That's insane. The people weren't there. Now, you say to me, well, Tony, that just shows the waning influence of Trump. No, it actually doesn't. Because very clearly, Trump was the draw. Was, his, was the room full for Trump? No. Was the room fuller for Trump than anybody else? Yes. Did people drive out just to see Trump? Absolutely, they did. Absolutely. But we'll get into more of the whole crowd thing and some of the things that went on in the next hour. Let's discuss Trump for a moment. Donald Trump gave a policy-heavy speech that really and truly, as I spoke to people coming out, they weren't expecting, and people who absolutely would be like, ooh, I can't wait to see what Ron DeSantis does, were extremely pleased by. The China conversation just being one of the examples. Trump policy-heavy. Like, here's the vision, folks. Not just Biden bad and Democrats bad and media bad and fake news. No. This subject, that subject, the other subject, boom, boom, boom. And they walked out saying, well then, that I wasn't expecting. That's, that moved people. Do not, do not get it twisted. The idea that Trump won the straw poll at CPAC is meaningless, drivel, garbage. And and so we're clear, so we don't have to have a fight between us guys. Anybody who says otherwise knows nothing. Now, that is a very strong statement. So let me double down on that. If you think the straw poll at CPAC means something, you believe in the tooth fairy. For years, Ron Paul won the straw poll at CPAC. Ron Paul also bust in students from around the country to attend CPAC. It doesn't mean anything. And everybody and their mother will report it. Of course, Donald Trump won the straw poll. There was literally no mention of another candidate anywhere at CPAC. There was no DeSantis gear. Nikki Haley did speak. And yes, I was in the hallway when people started screaming at her that they were for Trump. And I spoke to some of the people and told them they were, they were damn fools. You looked ridiculous screaming at her. Just don't vote for her. That's all. You don't have to scream at her. You look ridiculous. Like, like Chris Rock said just uh, the other day, talking about Will Smith, don't fight in front of white people. Why do you feel the need to get into a fight with Nikki Haley so that's the story that gets told that you don't know how to control yourself? And I can't wait to get emails on that. I'm ready for that fight. The straw poll means nothing. CPAC is 1,000% for Trump. Period. Not a thing has waned. Trump did himself a favor with that speech. 
policy heavy, really connected. The question is, is, is of course, what does CPAC mean? And I have got that story. 